Travels with Alicia. In this episode, we're going to talk about Washington, D.C. Let's get to know it a little bit better and talk about why you should visit this amazing city. Most of us know that Washington, D.C. is the capital of the U.S. It's located in the Northeast. So there's a, an area called the Northeast Corridor that runs from D.C. all the way up to Boston. And there's many key historical cities along this route. And this could be part of a wonderful trip that you plan to hit many of these historical cities. But in this episode, we're going to stick to Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. was named after George Washington. And the D.C. stands for District of Columbia, which is really in honor of Christopher Columbus. And so that's the history of the name. So let's talk about a little bit of how to get there. If you are traveling in the East Coast, and you're, to give you some perspective, it is a three-hour train ride from New York City and a four-and-a-half-hour drive. If you're going New York to D.C., you're looking between three and four hours. Um, the other thing you can do is to fly into the Washington Dulles Airport. That's a great way to get there as well if you're coming from further away. There is so much to do in Washington, D.C. I'm going to start by telling you some of the key things that you should do when you go there. There are so many monuments and government buildings that are really um, fascinating to see. And the first one, of course, is the White House. This is 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. This is where the president lives. Um, this was built really for the first president, George Washington, but he never lived there. He died before it was completed. John Adams was the first president to live there. And at this time, it was called the Executive Mansion. It wasn't even called the White House. Theodore Roosevelt is the one that named it the White House. You can tour the White House. It's absolutely free. But you do have to plan in advance. You have to go on at least 21 days before you're in D.C. to make a reservation. And I think you can do it up to like three months in advance. It would be very worthwhile to visit Another place you should definitely put on your list when you're going to Washington, D.C. is the Capitol Building. This is extremely important where many decisions are made in, in Washington, D.C. And this building is just gorgeous. Um, George Washington and Thomas Jefferson held a contest for the design of this building. They only had 17 entrants, and they didn't like any of the designs. They went out and tried to get more people to apply for, to this contest. And after uh, a much pushing, William Thornton submitted a, a design. He was a Scottish doctor, and they loved his ideas, and that is the designer of the Capitol Building in D.C. It has 365 steps, one for every day of the year. Across the street from the Capitol Building is the Supreme Court, so if you want to visit that as well, really important. Another thing to visit when you're in D.C. is the Library of Congress. They have about 170 million objects in there. According to law, anything that is copyrighted needs to be available to anyone with a library card. And so this is a true story. The library actually includes top-secret FBI interrogation manuals. Some guy was able to get this secret document copyrighted, and now it's available to everyone in the library. So anyway, just a funny story, but this Library of Congress is so impressive. It's the largest library in the world, and it's definitely a must-visit. Another thing I think you should see, and I don't think you would miss it, is the Washington Monument. This is that tall, slender monument that stands about 500 feet in the air. It used to be the tallest in the world. 
Um, then shortly after the Eiffel Tower got completed, and that is almost twice as tall as the Washington Monument. The funny story about the Washington Monument is actually it's two colors. The National Monument Society ran out of money, and then for 25 years it just kind of sat there until the U.S. government took it over, and they finished it. But they finished it using marble from a different quarry. So if you look at that tall white monument, you'll see that it's two different colors. What else is there to do? Another important uh, monument is the Lincoln Memorial. This was started or designed about two years after his assassination. It is a beautiful building. It has 36 columns, and they represent the 36 states of the Union when, when Lincoln was assassinated, after he, before he died. So there's so much to do. After you're at the Lincoln Memorial, you can walk along what they call the Tidal Basin. And this is a beautiful area with water, and it leads up to the National Mall. And this is where all the cherry trees are planted, or at least a huge portion of them. And Washington, D.C. is one of the few places in the world that's listed as one of the best places to see the cherry blossoms. And um, they were given to the U.S. in 1912 from Japan. Unfortunately, many of the first ones have died, and they were white, but they've all been replanted, and it's just absolutely beautiful. So when you look at where to, to look at cherry blossoms, you'll see Japan is one of the places to go, but so is Washington, D.C., and I can tell you it's absolutely gorgeous. I've seen it many, many times. So let's now talk about another fantastic reason to vacation in Washington, D.C., the museums. They have the Smithsonian Museum which is really a grouping of 19 museums. It is, they're free to the public. A lot of them are along the National Mall, but they're also scattered all over D.C. And they're, they're not only free, but they're open every single day of the year except December 25th. So that makes it extremely easy. Um, and I can actually give you a, a travel tip here. I've been there the day after Thanksgiving, and I've been there the day after Christmas. And both of those days, honestly, there's no one there because the government bodies are not in session. And so a lot of the people that work in D.C. are not around and there's no school trips. It is just a brilliant, wonderful time to go. And these museums can get very busy in the summer or, you know, different times of the year. So what are these 19 museums? I'm just going to mention a few of them. The National Air and Space Museum. I think that's one of the most visited ones the Natural History Museum, the Portrait Gallery, the American History Museum, the Museum of American Indian, the African American History Museum, the National Zoo. It just goes on and on. So I can tell you a lot of these museums are absolutely huge. There are many floors and they could take, they could take a half a day. So you can enjoy them. Just You can either go quickly through them because they're free or you can spend hours on end there. Thanks for joining me today. In the next episode, we'll cover the National Mall and the Memorial Parks. I'll also go through the different neighborhoods of D.C. and we can touch on where may be the best place to stay if you're coming for a vacation. I hope you've enjoyed it and stay tuned for the next episode.